Tells us by Chris Yomsov, right before Chris Yomsov. By Yisra Malach Alekim, HaHoylech Lefnei Mach Yisrael, the Malach Alekim that was in front of Klai Yisrael, Holach Machrem went behind them. You know, they needed protection from behind, from the Mitzrayim. And Rashi tells us, Always Bechol Mokim Hu'ayme Malach Hashem. It's always called a Malach Hashem, which is a Malach Rachmim. Bekan Malach Alekim. Ein Alekim Eladin. This was a Malach Alekim of Din. Melamed Shah Yisrael Nesunim Badin. Im Le Notzel, Im Le Oved. The Klaes went in then. Should they get saved? Should they be wiped out? A very precarious situation. Dangerous situation for Klaes at that moment. So what happened? They got saved. But what changed? What happened? What saved us at the end? It doesn't tell us. Why did they get protected? So we have a Gemara in Marcus, which I'm sure all of you learned. One of you tells us the way you want to go, they will take you. Who's the they? They will take you. Who's they? So Marshall says, it's every, just like when you do a mitzvah, creates a malach, you have a rotson to the mitzvah. You want to do a mitzvah, that creates a malach. Those malachim that you create by you want to go in the right direction, creates all malochim. Those malochim now slap you in the right direction. But now we can invent there's another maloch as well. There's a maloch for a mitzvah, for rosdom mitzvah. There's another maloch. You can get a maloch on credit. And how do we see that? We see Moshe asks, what schus do Klaes will have? In Mitzrayim, Moshe couldn't understand. Moshe knew, they stopped doing brismil in Mitzrayim. They were going all the wrong places. So why are they getting saved at all? Moish had that kasha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him, They're going to say Nas of Nishma. They're going to be Mekal the Torah. In that schus, they're going to get saved. But they haven't done that yet. It's in the future. So here as well, That Malach Alekim that was in front of them, there was a Malach in front, that Malach now came back. The schusim they had in the future, that was Lefneim was in front of them. That was brought back behind, brought back in time to protect them right now. Clayus was saved because of that schus they're going to do in the future. In other words, a person intends to change, to improve, to do better. He gets those schus right now. The Apostle tells us last, week, last week's also. So Chavz Chaim says, this is referring to the Korban Pesach. And Rashi asks, did they do it? It was Rosh Chodesh Nisan. But since they accepted to do it, they made a Kabbalah to do it. They decide they're going to bring a Korban Pesach. It's Cain also. It's counted. They get the Shechan now as if they did it already. And this, with this we can understand, in Rambam tells us, that if a person does Tshuva, and I says made Tshuva, and is a Benini, that will put him on the right side. That will tip the scales for him. Why does why tshuva? Any mitzvah. So some of the foreigners say pshat, because any mitzvah you do, that will count for next year. It's not going to count for this year. It's a new cheshman after Rosh Hashanah. We can understand that, what about a kabbalah you make? You make a kabbalah that's also you're going to do it next year. How's it help you for now? If you make a kabbalah, on Rosh Hashanah, it's like you've already done it already. Anything you do and you make on yourself, that counts for now. You get the schus right now. 
The Gemara tells us in Baba Basra and Davches, Rebbe opened his storehouses. It was a time of famine. And he said, he's only giving food to Mirechachomim. He's not giving to Namarids. Rebbe Yosem and Amram pushed his way and he said, Rebbe, Parnasini. Rebbe didn't know who he was. He said, you know Torah? Mishnah? He said, no. The Rebbe, so Rebbe said, how can I support you? Rebbe Yosem said, Parnasini kekelev ko'erev. Support me like a dog and like a raven. Why did he use Dafka, these two animals? Say, support me like a frog, like a cow. So Pshat is, you look in Parshish Noach, Noach sent out the raven. It went back and forth till the water dried up. The Rechaim says, the Chazal tell us, it wasn't permitted to have relations with the Teva. There was so much suffering take place. Yet the raven and the dog were the only animals that didn't listen. They had relations. So Noach sent the raven away. He got his first opportunity to send him out, he got rid of him. The dog, he couldn't throw out, because he threw out the dog, it would drown. So why didn't just throw them out and let them die? All the other animals, before the bubble died, let them die as well. The answer is, because the raven and the dog had a special schus. The dog didn't bark the, by the Eden of Mitzrayim, and the raven bought food for Elio. Because of these future schusim, they had, they were worthy of being saved. Again. And what Rabbi Yonis was saying to Rabbi is, feed me now. You say, I don't know Torah. I have no schism now. But just like the dog in the rain for the future, I'll learn Torah. Save me. I'm going to improve myself. There's an interesting story I once heard that there was a town where they sent a message. The governor sent a message to the town that the army is going to be coming to staying in that town. And every person in the town is going to have to have one of the members of the army staying by him. This is one of the amendments, in case you didn't know, in the Constitution. Anybody know that? Which one? Third Amendment. It tells you there, time of peace, they can't put soldiers in your house. Marshmallow, the time of war, they can put soldiers, stay in your house. So they're going to have these, you're going to have to put up this guy in their house. And they were very worried about it. Besides it being costly, put up with a, put a soldier in your house, they're worried about the negative influence, going to have their children. So Hasidim, the town, told the Rebbe about the Gezerah. The Rebbe said, right now I'm involved in a misopinion shvuyim, and I need 10,000 rubles. You get that money for me, I guarantee you the soldiers won't come to the town. So Hasidim was so excited, they start fundraising. They came to Miss Nagdin, they came to Litvak and asked them for money. And they, they said, you know, if we get the money together, and they laughed, and, you know, you believe it, we don't believe it so much. So they said, we believe it, We'll give you a money-back guarantee. You give us the money now. If the soldiers come to the town, we'll give you your money back. So no problem then. And they gave the money. They bring the 10,000 rules to the Rebbe. And of course, the Rebbe gave a bracha. And before long, they get a letter from the governor. He said to Mesh, the Rechakol, they've changed their mind, they're not staying in this town. But they misnugged him. They didn't take it lying down. They went to check when this decision was made. And they found out the decision was made they're changing towns before the Rebbe gave the bracha already. So they said, we want our money back. It was nothing to do with the Rebbe's bracha. They never were coming in the first place. And the Chassidim argued. They said it was the Rebbe's bracha. So how could it be the Rebbe's bracha? He didn't give it yet. So I went to Rishleim Kluger. Rishleim said, the Chassidim are right. They can keep the money. Because even if the army's plans changed afterwards, the Rebbe knows in advance what they're going to do. 
they had that schus of what they were going to do in the future. And he brought a rye from the Gemarim Brachas. Gemarim Brachas says, right at the end of Brachas says, the Aaron was kept in the home of Oved Edomagiti. Oved honored the Aaron, because he had his home, and he took care of it, made it clean in front of it. And in this chus, his wife and his eight daughters all gave birth to six children at a time. They had 54 children soon afterwards. Now, it was soon afterwards they had those children. The pregnancy obviously began months before. The Aaron was only in his home for three months. So we see from this, the Rebbeishtim prepares reward even before the good deed is done. And this way, if he deserves the reward, be ready, right, to get right away. So this is something to keep in mind now. Like you heard the tragedies that happen today. We think of it as well now. How many thousands of Yosemim there are, there must be. Thousands of Yosemim. And I always think to myself, I wasn't born that long after World War II. And I think to myself, what was going on in England, in America during World War II? I mean, I guess they didn't have Starbucks then, but people were going to places like Starbucks and busy choosing which type of coffee they want. They were arguing at home over the pizza, which fancy clothing to buy, I want this brand, that brand, and they lived their lives in America as if everything just went on normal. I always wondered, did they? And chances are they did. They probably felt bad. They groaned. They said, tell them a little bit. But how much did they feel for those people? How much empathy did they have for what was going on in Europe? As harvest, how could they not? Six million were dying. And we look at ourselves today. How much do we feel for what's going on there at all right now? Like today, what happened? 21 soldiers died. Imagine those mishpachas, what they're going through. It's, and life by us just goes on. Especially now we're coming up to, we're going to have off an extended weekend, or it's even a, a stronger lot to use, a midwinter break. We have to make sure to utilize normally, whatever you learn normally that time, try and learn a little bit more that time. Try and make to do something. When we're to do something, Rachel gives us a now, maybe Mr. Shem, Mr. Shem, Rachel will take care of us, be a to all these shoes that we need.